This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sophie Scott. And I'm James Gill. Our mission is to make wellness accessible to everyone. We'll be chatting with our favourite people. Sharing uplifting news stories. And delivering tips and tricks. To bring balance to your lives. Hello, welcome to the Balance Podcast. Our guest today is lovely Ryan Libby. And he is lovely. What a lovely bloke. I somewhat patronisingly ended this interview by, uh, obviously, almost getting emotional, but I, I ended it. Does feel patronising now that I look back. It came from a good place. I end it by telling Ryan what a lovely bloke he is, and he just radiates positivity and niceness. It's a pleasure to be around him. I liked him a great deal. Um, I sound like I want to adopt him. I think I do. I think I do. Ryan, if you're listening, I'm well up for this. Let's get the paperwork signed. Um, so I made the mistake of judging a book by its cover. I just assumed, and there is a phrase, uh, there is an old saying about it. I'm not going to say it because I'm not 55. You know the one. Um, you shouldn't assume anything, should you? And I had assumed that Ryan was naturally born with the physique of a a Norse god of thunder. And as he explains, he was not. And as I say to him, shame on me. Uh, so he got into shape, got into weight to try find some confidence. And he, and he was successful. So we talked quite a lot about the role of exercise and what it means to him and what it's done for him. Um, and as someone who does need to exercise more, it was really insightful to listen to that. Ryan also talks at length about what happened to him when he was asked to appear on Made in Chelsea, which obviously changed his life. He's no longer on that show. He's very, he's very, very candid. I like this guy a great deal. I know that you will too. Uh, here he is, the wonderful, the lovely Ryan Libby, thank you very much for for joining us. Thank you. So I tell you me. what, mate. If Chris Hemsworth, I mean, you're going to get this a lot, aren't you? If Chris Hemsworth ever walks away from oh. the hammer, I mean, uh, yeah, I can go and pick it up. Kevin Feige would <laughs> shake you by the hand. And this, say, is great, this is a great start to the podcast. And say, "Welcome, my friend." <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge compliment. I'm going to take the that. King is dead. Long live the king. <laughs> uh, were you now? Genuine question: yeah. Have you always been built like? The, the Norse god of thunder. <laughs> no, because that's no. Are you serious? No, honestly, honestly. I've only ever known you. I mean, not that, you know, not yeah. that I know you, know you, but yeah, I've yeah. never known you looking like an absolute <laughs> hammer of the gods. <laughs> so talk, talk us very... through that then. Um, well, the answer is no, to be honest with you. Uh, I think at school I was, I, was, I was kind of one of the late developers, if you like. So I remember... So, go on. So, so I went to a boarding school in South Wales. Yes. It was, it was kind of renowned for... 
pretty good academics, but more the rugby kind of side of things. Um, and I, I was definitely, you know, one of the last boys out of the blocks in terms of hitting puberty, developing like beards and muscles and real strength, that kind of stuff. So at school, I was always very, very slight. Um, if I had pictures on my phone, I would happily show you. I should have, I should have actually organized that. No, no, no. Um, I mean, you weren't to know we were going to talk about this. No, I know, I know. Um, and then I think at university is when I started to play around with weights properly. Uh, and yeah, I guess I just started to, do you know what? This this is going to divulge a little bit, but I think I started to tap into the to the weight training as a result of a lack of confidence. Actually, yeah. So my personality at school, I was quite timid. I you know I somehow fell into the popular group, if you like, um, and I was first team rugby, and I seemed on paper it seemed as though I'd had it pretty locked down, but actually I was very unsure of myself in most most ways, really. Um, so when I started to go to the gym, I started to slap on this almost external armor in terms of the muscle and as that happened my confidence grew and grew and grew and grew um and i just started to develop this presence which i never had before and i loved it and that's that's what hooked me on training to start with so it's, it's really scaled on from there yeah is that what you, you weren't expecting that way you know i tell you what mate yeah that get for me that gets a podcast round of applause <laughs> that is that is that nice. is full-on insight man yeah that word is real it's from it's from the heart you got me on the. You got me from the. <laughs> you got me from the start. So this is your podcast debut. Yeah, I tell you what. If this was a football match, the referee blew his whistle for kickoff. <laughs> You've had a shot from the halfway line. <laughs> Goal, goalkeeper not expecting it is one nil. <laughs> Libby. Oh, it's a shot from. He's the wheeling line. away to the away fans, pointing at the bats. <laughs> I, mean, uh, so I mean, I mean, in the best, in the. I mean this sincerely. That mm. that has, that helped change your life in the in the most positive way. Then didn't it? Massively, yeah. Massively. And that, I think I think because I've come from that position of, you know, I did lack the confidence and I was unsure of myself. As, I, as I've developed my career as a, as a PT uh, and now something more of a, well, still a PT, but I've got a bit more of a, a, a light on me, if you like. Um, I'm, I, I talk from a position of, I can relate to what you're going through. A lot of our people or members or clients, whatever you want to call them, um, struggle with that. And I very much do believe and I and I buy into the, the sort of ethos behind training for many people now is more about the mental benefits, but not just, not just yeah. the, not just, not just the clarity in the, in, in your mind, but just, it really does make you feel better about yourself. The way you perceive your image in the mirror, the way your clothes fits, the way other people describe you, it really, really does mend issues, I believe. Yeah. And you, you've you've opened my eyes within you know however many minutes this has been going. Oh, good, that's nice. Because it is you know sometimes it is easy to, you know I mean I'm 41 years old. I should not be making assumptions at my age. Honestly, I've, with this podcast, I've, I learn a mm. I learn a lesson with each episode. Yeah, you know. that's quite interesting. Yeah. Each one's like a a very welcome slap across the face. It's very easy to assume incorrectly that because someone is let's be honest built like a God, <laughs> that you, you've had that your whole life, but yeah. you know, shame, shame on me. You know, well, no, um, you're not. You're not I'm just going to jump in because it's, yeah. it's actually worth worth mentioning. I've had that, I've had that same immediate judgment about myself probably for the last. So I'm 29 now, probably 10 years. Yeah, honestly, people people have made their assumptions based off my image. They don't see they don't see what's inside, but they also don't see what was what was before this. Um, and you know, I remember when I was at university, I was also working at Abercrombie, which at that time it was quite popular and they were yep. kind of, they were, they were built off all pretty guys and girls. 
And I was very humbled to be part of it because, again, I'd come from a position of feeling very skinny and scrawny and lacking confidence. And then I started to build it and got a job at Abercrombie. But then as soon as I landed in there, immediately tarnished as something that I'm not. Arrogant, thinks a lot of himself, these kinds of, you know, interpretations. And then when I went on Made in Chelsea, so I've I've battled against this for my life. <laughs> so made in Chelsea, the assumptions would have gone through. I mean, yeah, have a yeah. combi on a smaller scale because yeah. it's just the people that go in the shop and yeah. interact with you. But then obviously made in Chelsea, yeah, and you become you become a household name, yeah. Because I mean that show is yeah is is huge, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, no, it is. How do how do you how did you cope with that? Is that is that really toxicity hard. on social media and the like? Then, yeah, I, so I did the show for almost three years. The first year, I really, to be honest with you, I really struggled with. Um, you know, I, I was, and I, I, I didn't put my hand up to join the show. It's worth mentioning that as well. So I, I met Louise off the show, um, and we we were in Cannes at the time. At which point they were filming for a, a, a summer series. Yeah, sorry, and um, you know we effectively got caught red-handed by the production and and press. So the Maiden Chelsea producers were like, okay, well, Louise, you know, you're dating this guy in your real life. We really need you to bring him onto the show because it's a reality TV show. Um, I put up a bit of resistance because I was in a very normal, I was working as a PT in Mayfair at the time. And I was like, oh, I just don't know if I'm cut out for this TV, TV world. Anyway, I did it. Louise was like, it would help me out. I did it. First year, you know, I was thrown so much hate. They were like, who's this, you know, protective, uh, dominating, aggressive looking Wow, what was the word bear or something? And I was like, oh god, it's just not me. Uh, so for the first year, I was really struggling. I never let it show in front of Louise, and if she listens to this, which I'm sure she will, she'll probably be quite upset. But it was really hard. First year was hard. Second year a bit better because I started to figure out how the game worked and how the producers manipulated things and how they try how they try and guide the storylines. But you know, one thing that did remain was the the social uh, the social media backlash if you like it started off bad it got worse it got a little bit better then it got bad again like it's really it's hard but but what shone through on that show and i'm not just saying this because you're sitting here was was your decency i mean when people i mean i told you before the podcast and we stopped it so i could save it mm. but when my wife knew that you were on her exact words were oh gosh he he seems like such a great guy oh. he comes across like such a good guy he oh. seems such you know that, and that, but that that's very sweet but I think that that came across to the public, did it not? Uh, I, I say that as a huge compliment. No, I, I take it, yeah, and thank you for saying that. That's very sweet. Um, whew, I don't know. I, I would. I, I, that was always my hope. I, I think when I went on to Made in Chelsea, I never really... I, and we were actually discussing this before, me and uh, Max. Um, I was always keen just to be myself. I didn't want to put on any persona, because, you know, people will always find you out. So I just thought, play, play, play to who you are. And hopefully it will come through. But of course, when you do a when you do a TV show, you know they can they can edit, they can chop and change, they can move the order of what you say, and they can really create a whole new dynamic or personality. So a line that you said yeah. further on in a conversation. Can yeah, be, sure. So actually, to be honest with you, I didn't. I I tuned off. I didn't watch myself back on TV after the first three or four episodes of watching myself. Because I was watching it with pure anger, upset, frustration. I was like, that is not what I said at all. That's not me. And it, they just caught me in the worst light. I was an easy target. I really was. Uh, God, this is quite... <laughs> this has got me. <laughs> um, but I'll tell you, there were a few occasions. I, I'll never forget this story. 
uh, it was about two years ago, I was shopping for Christmas decorations in John Lewis yep. with Louise. Um, <clears throat> and there was this really sweet lady behind the cashier. And fucking hell, it scares me every time. And she she was the most unassuming. I would never peg her as a Made in Chelsea fan or someone who watched the show. And she was like, you're Ryan, aren't you? And I was like, yeah, I am. <laughs> How are you doing? Merry Christmas, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, I've got to tell you. I was like, I'm from wherever it was in London. And my niece, my daughter, my son, pretty much she, she went through the whole family. They're like, we absolutely love you. Like, we can identify you as one of the most genuine straight runners on the show. And honestly, I broke down at the cashier at, at last Christmas or the Christmas before. I couldn't believe it. I thought this is this is... It came at a time when I was probably subject to loads of hate to do with Louise's ex. He was on the show and all that kind of stuff. And I got this compliment from some, from a real person in the real world. From nowhere. And it just got me right between the feeders. It was great. I'll never forget that. But that 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 backs up my 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 wife's take. Because what mm. what the reason why I'm saying that is yeah. I think the public can tell. Mm. You know, what you said earlier, you can't fake it yeah i think the the public can see you on that show yeah and i know that doesn't help you when you're watching back feeling feeling anxious mm. but the, over the course of your time on that show the public can make their own mind up can't they in the greatest way yeah possible. yeah, yeah. I, I also think with social media it's easier for i mean i i don't know because i'm not a troll but i always yeah. think you're more likely to someone is more likely to say something abusive than to which i mean this is such a shame by the way yeah than to say Gosh, doesn't Ryan seem a lovely bloke? I know, I know. It's it's weird. The social media world is pretty toxic, as you said before. It is toxic. Uh, uh, you have to you, you have to do well to keep your head above the parapet. Yes. Have you turned your notifications off? I don't, I don't suppose yeah. you have to anymore, do you? Uh, I, I I have turned them off. Yes, yeah, yeah. Because not enough people know that you can do this. Uh, oh right, okay. And I think it. I think it's an absolute game changer. Oh, of course. Okay, yeah. No, you're right. It is. Well, I think you know when I when I met Louise, I had. 500 followers on Instagram <laughs> overnight it went but obviously you know that might sound exciting but it also puts you subject to more opinions and more negativity so yeah I turned them off after a few weeks actually <laughs> so how's it been since you've walked away from the show in in terms, in terms of, of your well-being your wellness oh dude um tenfold more more happy less stress feel like I've got far more uh, focus and, and clarity and also more purpose to what I'm doing. Uh, the show was the show was never my... Uh, it was never my goal. It was never my sort of... Uh, what's the word? Um, I was never determined to be a TV star with inverted commas. Uh, it was always a bit of a stepping stone. And as I said at the start, it was it, it really was a favour to Louise, and there was there was no ulterior motive from my side. I had no inclination to do, no no draw to TV. So when I stepped away, there was no there was no immediate like, oh, what have I done? Have I just walked away from a hot table? There, it was nothing like that. Um, really, honestly, it's 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 bettered my relationship with Louise. It's taken a lot of heat off that. Um, I think because of the nature of the TV show, I'm talking a lot about the show here. Sorry. Uh, they 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 try to really cause drama because they think that's what sells and keeps people coming back to watch the show. And you know, I kid you not, they they threw grenades every week at us to try and derail our relationship. And it, whilst you may you know develop a bit of a thick skin and figure out it's just a game, it still fucking hurts. Sorry, it still hurts. No, you're um, all right. It's fine. It's all good. Um, so yeah, I think 
walking away from it was 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 good for us both. I mean, putting a real positive. I, mean, I always tried to be. Once interviewed, Will I am, and he he said, uh, "I'm not glass half full. I'm not glass half empty. I'm just grateful to have a glass." So I'm mm. I'm like that kind of. I'm always super nice. optimistic and positive. So nice. to put that optimistic positive mm. slant on it, I mean that's a. I would imagine that's a great. It's not a test that you would have wanted, but it's a great test for a relationship. And to come through that and be in a happier place, you're right. That's great, isn't it? You're right. And that that, that was. Do you know what? That's a, that's a compliment we still receive from because we've still got friends on the show and you know on the sort of cast and production side of things and. You know they they are fully aware and they they almost appreciate the fact that we're still standing because you know people know how it works and we've survived the test as you say so yeah it, it is it's very what's the word humbling sure yeah but I mean even I remember like, Richard and Judy used to do uh, this morning together yeah and I would think I don't know how you work with your partner you know because you yeah. see a lot of them anyway so I went when I first went I mean I'm I'll overshare when I first went freelance three or four years ago yeah. my wife and I we. She was freelance. We thought we'll work at home together. Mm. I swear to I swear to God, this is true. Right, day one. Yeah. So we thought this will be the best thing ever. You know. <laughs> oh, what a beautiful. <laughs> so we're both. So we're both sat in the room. She's sat on a table five yards away. I'm sat at a computer, and then I can't remember what the song was, but I'm sat there typing, and from nowhere, I started singing. Let's say it was, uh, <laughs> let's say it's Pearl Jam, you know, so from nowhere, you know, I see the word. And then Emily just went, no. <laughs> the next day, went to Ikea. <clears throat> she had to buy her own desk and chair to sit on a, oh, in a different room. In a different room. <laughs> Couldn't bear to, and, and it, just, it just didn't work out. I can relate. So, I mean, that, I mean, that's extra strain as well, isn't it? Seeing each other. Yeah. Well, no. yeah. So, yeah. So, so moving on from the TV stuff, we set up a business at the start of the year, um, and wow, yeah, that's amazing. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, we launched a fitness online business. Oh, is it sixteen? Is it sixteen? No, that's that's sixteen. Hi, sixteen. Hello. That's my that's my management agency. Sixteenth. The the company that we launched is is Live Like Louise. Um, but my point, I'm not going to. Well, we can talk about that if you sure. want. Sure, yeah. Talk about it with you. Okay. Um, so Mate, we started off by me telling you you look like Thor. So I mean, you know, we can talk about anything. You. That's true. Yeah. It's not yeah. Like anything. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Hang on a minute. Yeah. You know. Um, so we launched officially December 31st, 2018. 2018. Um, and that was the same month that we walked away from Chelsea. So Louise was a little bit freaked out about career and where she was going. I mean, that's a. Yeah, that's a daunting thing, isn't it? You yeah, know, absolutely. You, yeah. Think, you know, from her point of view, if that's um... yeah, she was nine years on the show. Yeah, what? It's been it's been her life for her whole twenties. That's so. Yes, it was a big deal. Because if you work at any company hmm. for nine, I mean, genuinely, you know, it doesn't matter what your job is. If you work at the same company for nine years, of course, yeah, walking away is of course, of course, it's it, hard. Yeah, and and actually. Kudos to her, but she was battling with it for for probably the first half of this year. I bet it was a real shock. Yeah, um, but of course, at the same time as that, we were trying to nurture this new business, which has you know fortunately superseded our expectations. We've now got just shy of ten thousand members online, and we're working round the clock. We've got a we've got a team of five now, um, so it's really gone from a sort of a passion to to help people get fit and healthy and, and maybe tweak a few areas around training, nutrition, supplements and their whole mental approach to it to it's now a fully fledged business. It's a brand. We've got 
serious people invested into it. Not not financial investors, but we've got clients who've really bought into what we're offering. So, um, but I, I mentioned that because we. Well, by the way, well done, man. That's yeah, that's thank great. you. Well yeah, done. thank you. Yeah, I, it's it's really it really is great. Um, but I mentioned it because we also started off working from home. Um, it was just me, Louise, and Scott, our business partner. Then it started to build into. Uh, Louise's assistant, uh, Lana, Livy, Mackie. And before you know it, there's eight people in the house. We're all kind of, we're trying to get some space. So there's a couple in the kitchen. There's a couple in the in the like living room, front house area. And whoa, the stress was crazy. Um, it, it really actually affected our relationship as a business for, for a couple of months, but also sure. between me and Louise as well. So you imagine everyone's working pretty hard on their computers, trying to hustle away and build this business up. And there are days where it goes extremely well and the excitement's really, it's there, it's electric in the room. And there's days where it's not quite working, so people are jabbing and snapping and all this kind of thing. But at the end of the day, they can walk away. Me and Louise are sat in the same spot. Absolutely. And the conversation pretty, at this point, just dried up because you've been, you know, you've been tapping away for hours and hours next to one another. And at the end of the day, you're just, Whoa. And it wasn't. It's not. It wasn't particularly healthy. I got to admit. Um, but I always. I always knew it was temporary. I always had this goal. You know, like okay, look, I'm. Go- we're going to get an office. So I made it my mission, and I kept it a secret for probably a month. I was taking meetings with 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 people about getting a space at WeWork and other places, and then we got an office. And whoa, the difference in stress, the whole dynamics of the business, and and me and Louise as the partnership. Whoa, whoa, really? Yeah. So it's very difficult to work together in any circumstance. But when you're working under, you know, your home, the roof of your home and, and, and you're not really, you don't have a fresh stimulus or a fresh environment or new, new things to talk about. It becomes very hard. Yeah. What's so that's it? another test we survived. Go on, Louise. Brian's <laughs> my hero. <laughs> well, I mean, what tips would you have there for keeping that relationship in the healthy place? Sounds like I'm asking for myself. Spoiler. Yeah. I am. <laughs> <laughs> um oh is it more than just a is it more than just the latest netflix box set <laughs> no genuinely what's my tip for for keeping it healthy um you still have date nights yeah we do we do yeah probably not as regular as we should but we do i think I, do you know what i think the biggest tip and this is i, I go to this one because this yeah. is something that i've worked on because it was very much a weakness of mine probably still is I'm not the best communicator. <clears throat> I never was. I mean, I was, uh, today I beg to differ. Yeah, well, actually, I'm rifting quite well today. You really this, are. Yeah, this is quite good. You really are. Uh, but I used to be quite reserved. Sure. Um, and quite a private guy. And when I joined the show, I was encouraged to be a bit more vocal and get out there a bit. And I started to to learn that skill and put it into my private life with Louise. And I started to be more communicative at home. And she's a big communicator. She she would love to sit here and chat to you for hours. Really, she would. Um, Proper line, we'll, we'll have her on. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get her on the phone now. For sure. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even joking. <laughs> um, she's in Stockholm, so I can't... I mean, not now. I didn't mean... Oh. I didn't mean <laughs> yeah, let's just dial her up. We're just going to pause the podcast <laughs> as she flies back. Um, but yeah, I think because I, I was encouraged to be more vocal, I saw the benefits in the relationship with Louise and I've, I've really tried to kick on from that. So I think just communication, you know, I, I, I had to give her a lot of reassurance that the kind of home office situation was temporary. I had to reassure her of the bigger picture, what we're trying to, what we're trying to strive for. 
Uh, so communication, yeah, I think that's just key. So to anyone listening who wants to find out more, yeah, what's the, what's the website? What would they do to? So the website is livelikelouise.co.uk. Um, the business is run by myself, Louise, and Scott. As I say, we've got other employees who are who are heading up um, the sort of the marketing, the, the the tech stuff behind it, the business management. Um, but the 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 business is very much so. Okay, so the 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 brand was born from identifying that Louise had this huge audience, but she wasn't quite, you know, um, utilizing her voice. So we use Louise's voice. Louise, live like Louise. She's the face of the brand. Um, so she's got the huge audience to speak to. So so we thought, right, let's let let's let's turn our message into something very useful and educational. So we touch on training, nutrition, supplementation, and all things health and fitness related. Um, we've got a doctor on board who is a PhD nutritionist. So if anything goes above my head in terms of nutrition and supplementation, he's there on hand. Um, and it's very much. We, you know, we're, we're trying to we're trying to offer a service which is. So, if you went to the gym and you had a PT session for an hour, and you you finish that hour, that's you know, what happens after that for these people? Sure. Uh, is there any follow up? Is there any guidance on right when you leave here? Please eat this, or not even not even that. Just here here is here's some guidance around what you can do to optimize recovery, opt- yeah. or optimize your performance the next time I see you. Uh, here's some guidance or structure around your training schedule for the rest of the week. So it, it doesn't happen because people are chasing the Yankee dollar. Whereas we're more actually concerned about, we want to improve people's approach to, to health and fitness and offer something that has longevity and is, you know, it's proven to be effective. So, you know, we're offering around the clock support system. We've got a private Facebook group for our members, uh, which is manned by myself, Scott, and Louise. We're on there all day, every day. We've got, uh, uh, I do uh, video analysis of people's exercise routines if they're struggling with technique, or you know, we've got physios that we refer to if, if people are struggling with injuries. Uh, as I say, we've got Dr. Paul Rimmer. Um, so it's very much a, it's, it's a full support system. 360 approach on the whole thing. And it, it's it's what Louise experienced herself through... I've got to be careful how how I word this because it's not entirely down to me, but I had some influence in changing her course. She went from party girl to women's health cover twice, twice over. Uh, And she, she developed this physique and this aura, which people loved. And it's through the training. It's through the nutrition. It's through the tapping into what's up here and how you can make it more healthy and balanced. So Yeah. It, it does seem that Britain is is going that way from being a, a nation of boozers and I mean actually that I mean that's something I've done myself. I mm. went from uh, binge drinking in my twenties to going sober, getting into I mean, it'd be nine years in January for me, but getting into well being. Mm. But in terms of younger people, I'm not well a younger done. person anymore. Thank bless your heart. I'm not a younger person anymore. But uh, at Balance, we are seeing that there is statistical evidence that say with students back in my day, it was all about getting on the lash and sitting in a lecture with a hangover and all that. Yeah, yeah. Whereas these days, students are working harder than ever, but they're also working out yeah. harder than ever. I mean, yeah. that's a really positive thing, isn't Massively, it? Massively, yeah. The gym culture is is booming, yeah. The gym culture is booming. You, you, You've you, nailed it, absolutely. Yeah, you, yeah. you quite often see guys and girls walking around with, you know, really quite impressive body shapes these days. For sure. Having said that, obesity is still rife. It's still very much an issue in this country as well as yeah. the world. Yeah, yeah. 
but no, it's it's really good from my point of view. I love to see it. I, lo- I love seeing more more people use the gyms. Yeah, it's great. Now this takes us nice. So so I've been down to Orange Theory Fitness. I need to go more than I currently do. <laughs> um, but this this is ex- I mean, that's exploding, isn't it? Booming. It's huge in the US. I think they've got twelve hundred uh, studio gyms in the US. Uh, in the UK, they're, I think they're on about four or five, but they're, they're very much keen to... They're doing... I mean, this is... Listener, I'm pointing upwards. They've got, but they're, they're only going up, aren't they? Yeah, oh, they, massively. But do you know what? I, so I, I first... Um, my first experience of Orange Theory was at the start of the year, so January this year, back end of January. Um, they did a sort of soft launch week where they invited people down. I went down and fell in love with it straight away. So I've, you know, because I come from a PT background and I've done a lot of training, um, I've experienced other class workouts in other studios. Orange Theory have got something very unique, okay? And it starts with you walk in, it's not an oppressive, intimidating atmosphere. Some gyms are. It's actually nice to walk in there. It's lovely. Okay, so it, it, it straight away that, that puts sounds, you at that ease. That does sound weird, doesn't it? No, no. Well, but, but, yeah, because the listener would, would think, "What are they talking about?" Yeah. But if you do, I'm not going to name no. names or anything. But there are certain gyms you walk into, yeah. And I think, God, I'm under, I'm underdressed. I didn't realize I had to. Yeah, it's like a. Is this a gym or a club? Yeah. I had to get clobbered up for yeah. the. Uh, <laughs> but there is. They've they've somehow made it a very friendly, approachable, yeah. relaxed atmosphere, haven't they? Yeah, that along with the staff. There's no, the you know. And I be- I really believe in this. There's a lot of trainee trainers out there uh, on an individual basis as well as class trainers. They're so egotistical. They think a lot of themselves. They pride themselves more on what trainers they're wearing to to work that week versus what impact they're having on sure. helping their clients. Yeah. It really it gets me going. Uh, but the coaches at OTF are wonderful, all of them. Um, so that I mean that initial kind of you walk through the door and you're like, oh, this, this feels nice. Great start. Then obviously, when you go through the workouts and you go into the gym, you see the, you know, they, they've they've got something unique around the data they provide. So, not many people out there, I doubt, maybe they will, but not many people train with that level of data at at hand. That's right. Um, and it's actually really bloody interesting to train with that because it 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 gives you another level of accountability and and ways to measure the effectiveness. So, you know, you've got your individual heart rate monitor. You've got, um, I think, maybe four, maybe even six TV screens where, you know, your data from your monitor gets projected up on the screens. Everything from maximum heart rates to calories burnt to splat points, which is very unique. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Again, that's to do with... Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Thresholds of which you're working in. Um, I think because it's called Orange Theory, they, they, can, they really target you to be in the orange zone, which is working from... 82% and above of your heart rate maximum. So they really, the, the format of the sessions is very scientifically built. And that, again, that's another unique point of Orange Theory. It's not just a random collection of exercises. It's not like, okay, keep going on the treadmill, and then we're going to go to the room. It's, it's not a scrambled random effect. It's, sure. it's systematically and scientifically tested. So they actually test the workouts in America before they go, lo- go live with them, which is Again, that just goes that goes to show goes to show the level of yeah, efforts sure. they're putting into these, and it really works. It really does work. Um, so, and in your in your average yeah. session, yeah, they're they're mixing up what you're doing. Can you just say a bit about the different mm. uh, experiences that the the user goes through there? Yeah, so they the, they run three different classes: so power, strength, or endurance. Uh, the the equipment remains the same, so it's it's uh, water rowing machines, which again is quite fun. Yep. Treadmills, and they've got a free weight section, uh, dumbbells, TRXs, and the little Reebok stepper. So the format's the same, um, but the 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 way that they program and and the formats of the session changes. So again, I did a class yesterday, which was more, which was more strength focused. Well, not even more; it was a strength class. Yep. So it was a bit more emphasis on short sharp boom on the treadmill straight to the row machine and then into the weight section for a bit of a heavier lift shorter repetitions uh, a bit more focus on the, on the weight side of things versus uh, an endurance class which might be you know a 12 or 24 minute block on the treadmill where where they you know ramp you up on your heart rates and bring you back down to base level um so but again, the, the focus is on is on racking up those splat points, and it, it, just to reiterate, it's it, the the you get a you, for every minute you spend working in your heart rate of eighty two percent and above. I should probably check this because I think it's eighty two or eighty five. But for every minute you spend working within that threshold, you get a splat point. So the coaches will they'll they'll have a target for each individual to hit twelve splat points in yep. one session. Um, but everyone always goes above 12 and this is another thing about working in the class you know you're looking to your left and right and you're seeing people really gun for it sure and it it unlocks another level within yourself that's you know? right and you, you don't get that if you train by yourself Something in that team dynamic isn't there there really is there really is i love it i get goosebumps thinking about it and i kid you not training in training in a class of people who are who are there to get shit done whoa you you find a, again another level within yourself so I think that's 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 kind of one of the uh, byproducts of, of going there as well because just the class environment is oh, powerful. I chatted with Matt Dawson, the uh, yeah, he, he's been there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. World Cup winning scrum yeah. half. Tell you what, to our younger listeners, if you, if you if you want to fall down a YouTube rabbit hole, <laughs> that World Cup is worth revisiting, isn't it? <laughs> Will Greenwood when he 
because he 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 hits the deck, doesn't he? Yeah. So that Johnny can. Yeah. yeah. So I've interviewed Johnny Wilkinson. Have you? What what a stop it! What a human being he is! Literally my hero. Kid you not? I, I, I yeah. I mean, I I feel like a visceral love. I think everyone feels a. a I mean, yeah. there's something special about. Uh, oh man, he's he's all time. He is an all-time... Legend. An all-time legend. And he's... I mean, that, I'm nearly tearing up here. Um, but Matt, <laughs> so Matt, am I. Matt Dawson. <laughs> I mean, that, that, the, that final is just... You know, if a Hollywood scriptwriter had submitted that ending, the producer would have gone, no, sorry, that's too... <laughs> no. Too perfect. No. <laughs> They're not going to believe that. Um, you know what? I'm actually going to have to watch that later. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to refresh. I've said there's certain <coughs> if I ever need motivating or, or picking up or you know just cheering up in general yeah. my go to is uh the the men's 4 by 400 relay final from the 1991 uh, athletics world championships oh, and it's the the team of uh Roger Black Derek Redmond, John Regis and then in the the anchor leg Chris Akabusi. Oh Chris Akabusi. And it's it's I think it's the great. I mean, it, I, I have to watch that. Just, as well. It's just for me, but I think it's my own personal greatest moment in the, in the history of sport. So Akabusi, we talked, we had him on an earlier podcast, and he, he relived it. Me like wiping away tears. As he, <laughs> yeah, you like you don't know how much this means. Yeah, to me. no, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> if he'd gone, that's all we've got time for. Halfway through, no, please, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, on the final leg, it's him versus Pettigrew, the American, who's the world champion. Yeah, and uh, you're in for a trick. Do you do you have a go to sports clip for? Sport, no, I should do. Is this where? Is that where you're watching this content from? Is that what you mean? Sports clip? No, it just, it just came to me from nowhere. Oh. If ever I, if ever I, if ever I'm in need of a lift. Oh, sorry. Do I, do I, do I ever go I, to a you, sports yeah, yeah, clip? Yeah, sorry, I thought, I thought I was thought you were referring to sports clip as in like a an unknown portal of like sporting moments. God, I'd have put you on like, the spot Ooh. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, do I go? Well. Uh, <sighs> You know, some people say you're supposed to, you should have like a, a power track that gets your heart, but oh, yeah, I've got power tracks. Go on, what's your what's your power track? Rocky soundtrack. Great shout. Oh, every time, every time. Which is the best montage from the Rocky movies? For me, Rocky Four, uh, mate. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's the best. Ivan montage. Drago in the gym, and then you got Rocky in the mountains. Ah, oh, I love it. It's hearts on fire, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it's a great montage. Ah, oh, mate, you've unlocked something there. If, we, if you want to talk about Rocky, uh, I'm going to say something. I know we've agreed on that. I'm going to say something that you no, disagree with. But, but it's not Hearts on Fire. Is it? But um, is it? No, no, I'm doubting it. Hearts on Fire. I've put my phone away. No, it is. It is. It, it is, is Hearts on Fire. But there's there's what's a... three? That's is either Tiger two or three? Because uh, it's not one. Now a lot of people think either Tiger's one, but it's not. Is it? Must be two. Must be two. Maybe it's two. I mean, I know the Tigers. You like Rocky then? Yes, I knew we were getting on well. But I know I'm going to say something where we will disagree. So I think the I think the greatest Rocky movie out of all of them is, is four. No, is Creed. Is Creed? Yeah, Creed one or two? Creed one. Get out. <laughs> I think it's, a, I think it's an absolute masterpiece. Really? Yeah. But uh, it's just filmed so differently. There, does it still get you goose yeah, pimply? I think it's. I'm, I'm getting the hairs on my arms. Great. Okay, I, I like that. St- I think it's just and Ryan Coogler directed it. Okay, who directed Black? Pa- I mean, Ryan Coogler is a an astonishing talent. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, he was cool. Stall- I mean, I think Stallone was 
I mean, dare I say, I know Mark Rylance is one of our great actors, but I'd have given that to Stallone. And Stallone was nominated, but Mark Rylance won it for Bridge of Spies. Okay, yeah. But Stallone as 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 Rocky in that film is oh, I love it, sensational. I'm um, so pleased you like Rocky. Oh, mate, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's another podcast, I think. Yeah, <laughs> Ryan and James taught Rocky. Yeah. Um, I don't fuck him up for that. Um, now, before before you go, yeah. What, no, no, actually, before you go, two questions. Yep. What do you do? What What else do you do for balance in your life? Um, so I'm not particularly good at it, actually. Believe it or not, um, I'm not either. You know, no, I, to be, I'll, I, I'll hold my hands up on that. Yeah, I, I don't. I need, to, I need to get better at that. I don't know if many people are. Uh, I love it. Love the idea of it. Yeah, it sounds great. <laughs> sounds great. Tell me more. But the reality, uh, I tell you what, I did get into, and I and, the, and this has helped. Yeah. Uh, Yoga Nidra we had a couple on the podcast who've written a book called The Book of Rest and they write about Yoga Nidra and there's a following that chat I found a Yoga Nidra YouTube clip and I put my headphones on Mm. and it's 20 minutes and if I have a spare 20 minutes that genuinely does the absolutely does the trick so it's just all about the Mm. resting the body and mind nice and that 20 minutes can I'm I'm up for stuff like that I just never find myself doing it Uh, balance well, as I said, the the exercise for years has been has been more about the mental clarity, you know, topping up that canister of confidence, if you like. Sure. That's the way I visualise it. Um, I think the I think that's the draw for me. So that that's very much a balance for me. But as I've I don't know. Well, this, that, as I say, this year has been such a transition year in terms of moving away from TV, building a business. We were supposed to get married in December, but we haven't had time for that, so we've we've pushed that back to 2020. Um, so you know, finding time for myself this year has been actually really quite difficult. Uh, but I don't I don't necessarily feel bad about that because we're we're pushing for something big and we want to make this this brand really work. Uh, and it's a great, it's a great reason, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I, I a few months ago I did take myself off. And this potentially is is risky to mention. It, it was it, it wasn't because I was really unhappy or low. I just I was working so hard and trying to juggle various commitments, and I wasn't I wasn't really the best company for Louise. So I took myself off to the Cotswolds for three days, and it was magical. Um, just to be out in the countryside and just to really reset and just recalibrate where I was going with work, where I was going with my world. Uh, so that was that really balanced me out. It's quite an extreme example to give you, but it's real, so I'll mention it. That's amazing. Yeah. So you just went on your own? <clears throat> went on my own. Uh, Louise was very understanding. She was like, yeah, go and do what you need to do. So I went for three days, did nothing but read, run in the hills. <sighs> Mate, you yeah. know what you did? Yeah? You had your own Rocky montage. I did have my own... You're not wrong. And when I was running in the hills, I was listening to Rocky. I kid you not. Yeah, no, I even did I even did an Instagram post. I'm going to get it up now, even though everyone can't see it. I had my own Rocky. I can't load it in here. There's no signal. I basically walked past this this country farm barn, which was full of timber and axes, and I kid you not, I went in there and I propped my phone up against the tractor. <laughs> and I was like, guys, I've just, I've just had the best 10 minutes of my life. I've just been chopping wood like Rocky in, in Rocky 4. And I did an Instagram post about it. I will, I, Brian, when we get a signal, I yeah. swear I, w- I will uh, I, you, check I, it out. It's exactly what happened. I went away and had my own Rocky montage. What were you, what were you reading? Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. Powerful book. 
Yeah, no? Ryan, I, I, I think I've slowly fallen in love with you across the course of this, this <laughs> chat. Um, when the... Did you ever... Oh, but by the way, is there a way... Someone listening in, and we've... T- I know... That's it, yeah, that's it. Oh, you found it. Well done, my love. Yeah, look Sweet Jesus! <laughs> yeah. it's, not, it's looking in a mirror. <laughs> Never look at the caption, Rocky Four. Yeah. Yeah. So if you follow Ryan... You, you probably follow Ryan on Instagram already, but you will see that he did have... Ryan Libby, Cotswold Way, and he's having his Rocky Four. How funny is that? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so we've got such similar washboard abs. Yeah, well, I know. We've worked hard for them. Um, is there a way? Is there a way of if a listener wanted to book sessions with you? Is that possible? Um, yeah, of course. Uh, either either through the Live Like Louise brand, so the website. Um, you can you can have my my guidance around training and nutrition there, or if you if you're looking for a one on one, face to face kind of PT session. Uh, probably just slip into the DM. <laughs> we'll take it from there. Be careful what you send in those DMs, listeners. <laughs> yeah. Let's keep it PG, but yeah. May, may I ask as well? Because I know, I know we touched on it earlier. When, when things were tough, and you, you know, you say you're watching things back. Were you, yeah. Did you, were you doing anything, anything to help with the anxiety and the overthinking and so on? Um, I wasn't actually, but in hindsight, I, I should have. I, I think I should have. Uh, I didn't really communicate to anyone that I was struggling to the extent that I was. I don't think Louise really ever knew that I was I was battling with that um no the simple answer is no um wish I had wish I had actually I would have saved myself a lot of ag and wasted energy but you know I think it was just one of those learn uh, sort of a lesson I learned uh and I think because it was very difficult for me at the time I think I you know I there was a necessary turning point in my approach to filming I hardened up a little bit and I cared less about the the snappy comments. So I suppose it wasn't all for nothing. <laughs> uh, fa- fan question. Mm. When it, when is the big day then next year? Well, it was supposed to be this December. Uh, we had a reservation at Kew Gardens and it was, you know, really teed up to be something magical and beautiful, but it, it, it started to run away from us. It started to become this grand, overzealous overly done thing and it's not really a reflection of who we are at all so i pulled the plug on that with consent from louise um and we we kind of boiled it down to what we what we would like and actually it's not it's not what people would expect and it's quite difficult you know obviously louise is is something of a well-known person and there's a lot of well, there is at least some expectation and a certain level of hype around Louise Thompson's wedding, and that that is that's that is real. Like I can tell it's there for her, but at the same time, she's not she's not one for being silly with money. She's she's very thrifty. She's a bit, she's a bit of a businesswoman. She, she sure. would she yeah, um, and I'm not really one for being in the in the center of the limelight. Um, so actually, we, we we just want to do something abroad with close family and friend, uh, friends. Uh, and just have a, a bit of a party, maybe a, a long weekend. I know that she loves Ibiza, and we actually went to Ibiza f- a couple of weeks ago to look at venues. Uh, only looked at one, didn't book it, but the the plan the plan and the hope is for next spring. So sort of, sort yeah, sort of end of May next year. If I may give my two cents, I'd like to say something to you. Please you have do. A great, you have a great head. I'm nearly crying saying this. <laughs> you have a great head on your shoulders. You're a 
fucking good dude. Oh, thank and you. That really, my wife is correct. That really shines through, my, my friend. And I hope I hope you know that. You're, thank you. You are a like a very likable chap. Thank you very much. That means a lot. God bless you. We'll, we'll uh, just uh, wipe the tears from my eyes, and we'll uh, we'll uh, have a group hug after. <laughs> that the, was quite uh, emotional. Actually. The podcast. Ryan, that was awesome. Thank you so much. That was my first first uh, first hit out on the podcast. Thanks. Well, if, that, if again, if we if we were keeping score from that earlier football match, <laughs> that was seven nil to me. So. I don't know who the opposition is. What a great first game! I, don't know who the opposition I really enjoyed is. it. I'm the, I'm the manager. Me. You're every player. Yeah, uh, but you, you, I want you to know that you won it. You're now top of the league. Great. There's that, I don't know who else is in the league. I'm just making this up. But, uh, <laughs> that was that was great, man. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate that it. That was brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. That was great, wasn't it? Okay. What a guy. What a smashing fella. If you've enjoyed that episode, please spread the word. Tell your friends, Twitter, Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, whatever you like. Carry a pigeon. Monday's episode with uh, Daisy May and Charlie Cooper. Blimey, that did some uh, that did some damage on Twitter. So thanks to all of you for sharing that. That was that was very much appreciated. That's that's the most. Uh, that's not mm, the Gervais episode. That went pretty cray cray actually when the big fella shared that but uh this country went great guns as well so it do, it really does help like you won't believe if you've enjoyed it spread the word nice review five stars all that drop us a line podcast at balance.media for sales sales at balance.media huge and heartfelt thanks again to ryan libby what a great guy i'm gonna try be I'm, I, what am i 12 13 years older than him i'm gonna try be more like ryan libby um very likeable uh, have a lovely weekend, whatever you're up to today. I hope you have an absolute uh, whale, <laughs> whale of a time. I've not said that before. I'll never say it again. I've been James Gill. It, this this show is a pleasure. So uh, thank you as always. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.